All right, let me tell you about Rectech. Here's an idea. Um, maybe make some of the food at home yourself. In some parts of the country, it is a hot, hot summer. Uh, that means spending more time together outdoors with the family. Not for me. No, no, no. I'm inside. Family can be outside if they want. It's too hot. And the last thing I want to do is hover over a grill. Well, you don't have to. Rectech has you covered. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes. And it does it to perfection because I don't have to count on my cooking abilities. Uh, it has a, a smart grill technology built into it. It actually monitors the progress of the food. It adjusts the heat under the hood as necessary. I mean, it is, it's really the best of the best. But I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to A-B compare. Go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech.com, and look it up for yourself. The best griller, smoker, baker out there is Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Welcome to the program. We have a ton to cover, including the what's happening to our farmland and our ranches. What's what the plan is for you and meat. Let me just summarize. You're not going to be having any meat and it's going to happen much faster than you think. And I'll explain coming up. We are being squeezed at every single possible corner. There isn't a there isn't a single place this government isn't trying to squeeze you through the economy, through the media, through regulations, through medicine and COVID. Now they're teaming up for something extra special uh, to be able to monitor anybody they feel is an extremist. I think that would be you and me. Uh, they're going to be monitoring with a new partnership with high tech in Silicon Valley. Doesn't that sound great? China is the new model. We have Donald Trump Jr. on in 60 seconds to comment. The Glenn Beck Program. So here we are starting the morning out together. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling a lot better than I used to because of uh, relief factor. Relief factor is something that I didn't think would work for me because I was in extraordinary pain for a long time. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd just say, I can't do this another day. I can't live with this pain another day. And I tried everything. Last thing I thought would work would be something natural that reduces inflammation. Thank you, Dr. Ibuprofen 800. Got it. The relief factor works for me, and I don't know why it does. I don't know how it does, but it reduces the inflammation, and it significantly has reduced my pain. It's not a drug. It's all natural, yada, yada, but doctors you know, are the ones who invented this thing. If you want your life back, get out of pain. Try this. 70% of the people who try it, it works. 30%, you know. 
See if you're in that 70% back. It's worth the 1995 to try it for three weeks. In three weeks, you'll know. If it's not working, stop taking it. It's Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. Donald Trump Jr., the executive vice president of the Trump Organization, the author of Liberal Privilege, and he's a white guy. Wouldn't you know it? You can follow him on Twitter at Donald J. Trump Jr. or his website, DonJr.com. Hey, Don, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Glenn? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Want to talk a little bit about your dad and what the plans are. He is uh, hinting more and more that uh, he's, uh, he's going to be very involved, uh, to put it mildly, in the 2022 and 2024 campaign. Um, but first, let, let's just talk about some of the things uh, that are going on. The policies of this administration are are clo- the walls are closing in on the average American. It's hurting them financially. We are we're seeing massive inflation headed our way. Um, you know, the, the beef prices are out of control. The government, you know, the president gave a speech yesterday about the new Apparently, AFT, not ATF, um, the new AFT that is that that is going to have new regulations to uh, curtail the weapons that we can that we can actually buy and own. Your thoughts on what's happening? I I think it's terrible. And yet it was all so predictable. I mean, liberal privilege. I literally wrote it about exactly what would happen. Yet the media in their uh, role as the marketing arm of the Democrat Party spent you know an entire 18 months pretending that joe biden was going to be a moderate he was going to be reasonable he wasn't going to destroy your job he wasn't going to destroy your economy he wasn't going to raise energy prices by cutting off our own energy independence which is also national security not just economic uh, it was all there and they told you it wouldn't happen he was going to be moderate but the reality he's a radical and if it's not him being a radical whoever's controlling him because i think if you've watched him give a speech you realize that he's not in full command of his facilities so whoever oh is in charge is the person that is a radical. And you see that every day. Now they're going to infringe on your Second Amendment. Last month, it was energy independence. Two weeks ago, it was kowtowing to Russia and Putin and giving them pipelines where you can't have them. You can't have the energy independence again. You can't have those American, hardworking, well-earned, good-paying jobs. Uh, it's as though he's working for China and Russia. And this is what's going on. If Donald Trump had this sort of policy towards our enemies, the media would be outraged, but they're sitting there saying, oh, no, this is wonderful. You have a crisis at the border. The list goes on and on. The buyer's remorse. And again, this is coming from Americans who are still influenced heavily by a mainstream media that's so biased and is not telling you an objective truth to what's going on. They're starting to wake up and realize, oh, my God, this is what we got. The buyer's remorse is kicking in. And again, that's with everyone telling you that he's such a wonderful guy. He's totally in charge. When you have American newspapers saying, no, 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 Putin says Biden looked really sharp. He was really with it. Like, imagine the commentary that would have come from that if Putin said that about Trump. I mean, it's so condescending. Of course, Putin wants to negotiate with Biden. Biden's not there. Putin's eating our lunch and laughing about it. And the media is saying, no, this is a great, this is good for relations with Russia. It's, it's disgusting. It's despicable. I'm really. It needs to stop, but it won't. 
I'm really concerned we had the right policy towards China. Look, you know, we can be friends to with anybody, um, but we shouldn't be doing deep business with people who are enslaving their own people, um, setting up a, a, a gulag system unlike the world has ever seen um, and and is stated that they are going to rule the world, you know, in the next 20 years. Uh, if it takes them that long, uh, and that they are stated enemies of the United States. We're now deeply in bed. They seem to be calling all of the shots. And I, I think Americans, I don't know what polls say, but I got to believe that most Americans were more in favor of your father's ap- approach, which was hold them accountable and call them right. for what they are. A hundred percent. And again, you, you see that. I mean, you have our scientists because I'm being told and for 18 months, we've all been told you must trust the science. And yet the scientists themselves last week said, well, you know, of course, the Wuhan lab theory was always plausible. We just didn't want to be on the same side as Trump. You have Fauci seemingly disobeying a, a direct order to stop sort of some of the funding of the laboratories and the experiments going over there. At what point in time, Glenn, was the Wuhan lab theory not the most plausible? We are to believe that the lab that studies Always. these exact viruses would not possibly, could not possibly have a leak. And if you did, you were a conspiracy theorist. You were thrown off of platforms. You were, you were cut out of the scientific community. But we're to believe that three feet out of the doors of that laboratory, someone ate a bat and got everyone in the world sick. I mean, are we idiots? Are we that stupid? And honestly, the next time they tell us to trust the science, could you blame anyone for being like, yeah, hard pass? I'm just I'm not going to trust the science because I don't remember learning science where scientific research is done in a way that is entirely influenced by a narrative of the media because people are worried. We, science was supposed to be about fact. It was supposed to be about results, not about a media narrative, not about a liberal narrative and not about stupidity, which it seems our scientific community uh, was basing all of these things on. They're either getting paid off by China. The same thing goes true for vaccinating our children. I mean, schools, the teachers unions, we can't do anything. The World Health Organization, which who I also don't trust, but even they're saying, yeah, you probably don't need to vaccinate your kids. It's unnecessary. And yet the teachers unions are requiring it. What, What is the end game for all of this? I don't understand it. It makes no sense. If you play the statistics and look at it, people under 21, what is it? 99.997% survival rate. Now, that 0.003% of people who did die, while terrible, I imagine there's probably some comorbidities in there. Or, like so many of the statistics, they were hit by a bus and happened to have COVID. They may not have died from COVID. They died from the bus. But it was definitely a COVID death because that helped fuel the same narrative. What's going on in our country right now is absolutely ridiculous, Glenn, and someone's got to put a stop to it. Um, well, yesterday, the president uh, threatened, I mean, they, uh, Don, you know this better probably than anybody else besides your father. What you just said will be construed by the media and by now this administration as a threat. Somebody's got to put a stop to it. Um, yesterday, we oh, had yeah, the that. first conviction in the in the January 6th uh worst attack on our on our republic ever uh and the 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 person that they sentenced was a grandmother she um was was pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor of parading in the capitol and she got i think 
six months of community service and a $500 fine. Yeah, it's ridiculous. First of all, the narrative around it is insane. They're going to do that. I didn't see, you know, the FBI is posting a picture of someone who was taking a selfie. You know, I don't see the FBI doing anything about, you know, 12 months of looting, rioting, arson, murder, taking over buildings, because I guess it was woke, just like our military has gone full woke now. So they're, they're more concerned about your pronouns uh, than they are about maybe China's nuclear arsenal. That's what's going on. These people are entrenched in there. They could only care less about one side. If you were within 2,000 miles of the Capitol on January 6th and happened to be a conservative, you know, there's a chance they're investigating you. If you burned down a building or you took over a courthouse in Portland or Seattle, no problem. You get a slap on the wrist. Look at New York. You know, people who were literally caught red-handed you know, breaking into building arson, vandalism, rioting, looting, they're just dropping the charges. No problem. Again, what's going on is sick. When Joe Biden goes and says, hey, you're going to need nuclear weapons to try to take over the government. I mean, I look at that as a threat to the American public when he says something like that. If too. a conservative said something too. in in a opposite situation, they would be branded you know, a, a, as heretics. They would be seditionists for saying something like mm-hmm. that. Joe Biden can say it. No problem. He's 100 percent right. The double standard in the hypocrisy has gone awry. It's absolutely ridiculous. And again, it's just such a shame. And this is why, again, I still believe you need Donald Trump, because I imagine this is where you're going, because I don't know of enough Republicans who have the guts to say it, to have the guts to take the slings and arrows that the media will say. It's totally nonsense, right? Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, what they say about all of those who are willing to fight is totally ridiculous. Trump's just the one that's not going to stand down because they do it. He's the one that's not just going to roll over because they say, oh, mean things about him based on total factual nonsense. Um, so you know, that's why Donald Trump is so important. I hope that he has woken up the other conservatives. I hope he has woken up those in the Republican Party to exactly what's going on. Unfortunately, after 50 years of just rolling over to the left and kowtowing to him, it's sort of ingrained I don't think so. in so many conservative leaders that we need to make sure that changes. I don't think there are conservative leaders anymore. I, re- I, I mean, name them in Washington. Name them. Yeah, just, just, you, you make a solid point, which backs up the point I was just yeah. sort of making. You know, I, I think you're starting right. to see it. But, you know, those people who are starting to do it and doing a decent job, you know, they get shut down on social media. They, don't forget, Glenn, we're not, it's not like we're in a fair fight. We're up against multi-trillion dollar industries. You have big tech doing whatever they can. I, can, I had you know, 30 something million individual impressions on Instagram last week. And I lost followers like, you know, 250,000 likes a post. It's like, you know, you get a couple one day and then they'll take it away over the next few days. I mean, what's going on? You don't have to be a genius to see it. You could be a, a very average bad content leftist and you grow like wildfire because they believe in what you're saying, even if you're not, you know, not someone who's going to create viral content or even decent content. But because you're agreeing with them, there's never censorship. They're not deplatformed. They're not demonetized. They're not thrown off. It only goes one way. When you're up against the giant of big tech, uh, when you can't search uh, information and expect to get a fair and balanced sort of answer in, in, a, in search terms, uh, when you have the social media companies where so many people are communicating and getting information, but they're cutting off the reach of those on our side. When you have a mainstream media that's just, you know, just gone full commie, uh, you know, we're not in a fair fight, man. We're up against an incredible uh, adversarial force in terms of getting just even fairness out there. 
Uh, and again, that will be interpreted as though it's violence because words these days are violence. At least words in one direction are violence, Glenn, not in both directions, just one way. But when you're up against that, you need someone who can truly fight because it's not a fair fight in the slightest. Um, Don, can, do you have an extra five minutes? I want to be respectful of your time. Do you, can you hold sure. for a one-minute commercial? Okay, hold on just a second. Let me give uh, a one-minute break, then right back with Don, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Stand by. First, let me tell you about Built.com. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the Built Bar is a great, great snack. If you need something sweet in the day, uh, you can have a Built Bar. And a Built Bar is... Well, it's a it's a health bar. It's a protein bar, but that doesn't say that says everything that makes me not want to eat it. Um, I called this company and said, "Hey, I don't know if you even know who I am, but I would love for you to advertise on our program because I didn't want to eat this thing." Cause my wife kept saying, "It's a protein bar. It's healthy for you." I don't want to eat that. And when she was gone one day and there was nothing sweet in the house except for that, I tried it and it was delicious. In fact, I tried several, which probably isn't the healthiest thing to do, but it is it's full of everything that you need. It's low in calorie. Uh, if you're on a keto diet, it is keto friendly. It's made with 100 percent real chocolate. It is really good. It's a built bar. I want you to go to built dot com built dot com use the promo code beck 15 to get 10 percent off your next order that's built dot com promo code beck 15 10 seconds station id and then back with don jr so i was um I'm really disappointed in people now that are really on the same side. We just might have a difference of opinion on, you know, how we're approaching things. Um, But we've all got to come together. Can I ask you, what is your dad's relationship with uh, with uh, DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, who seems to be uh, lining himself up for a 2024 run? Listen, I think the relationship is great. I think, you know, when, when DeSantis was down, we, myself, my father, I mean, we came down and we did a lot to help make sure to get that win. And you see, you know, those things are very important because you see what instilling, you know, conservative governors has done. Look at the difference in the performance between the red states and the blue states during the pandemic. Look at the difference in the recovery. Look at the flight that you have from places like, hey, I moved to Florida out of New York. I was like, right, so I'm going to pay an insane amount of taxes to have cops that aren't allowed to do their jobs to have yeah. crime going through the roof to have you know everyone that made you know so much of this thing just fleeing in droves what do you think's going to happen their solution is not fix the problems uh, that they created the solution is to tax people even further creating more flight to places like florida texas you know, and places that are reasonable so uh, you know those relationships are good and that's why it's so critical and why my father fought so hard for these governorships because it's not just about the president it's not just about right. your congressman or your senator i mean we got to take this thing and it's not just about governors glenn we got to take this down to local look at what's going on in some of these school boards and these local town councils crazy you know where they've been taken over by the woke morons they want your kids learning critical race theory because while it's total nonsense they get to feel good about it it does nothing other than probably create more animosity create uh, division all of the things that we're trying to avoid but you know we need people who are willing to get involved we if we band together and do this you know they can't cancel all of us 
when you have one guy out there taking all the arrows, and Trump still seems to be a guy taking all the hits because, you know, they're, they're most afraid of Trump, so they'll do whatever they can to diminish him, and, uh, you know, they'll build up those around him until those people become leaders, and then they'll take them out too. That's the game. We've watched this happen over and over. If they're not aware of that, if we haven't figured that out yet, we're either morons or, you know, we, we need to do a lot better job paying attention. So, you know, that's what's going on. But those relationships have been great. And like I said, you know, my, my father went to bat for Ron DeSantis when, you know, again, that was a very close race. And then Donald Trump got involved, really changed the dynamic. I know I spent days with the governor, uh, you know, doing just that. We're personally friendly. He was very you know good with us when he was a congressman. So that relationship is great. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that because we we need all of us standing together. Uh, you know, as Franklin said, or we all, we all need to hang together or we'll hang separately. Donald Trump Jr., please say hello to your father for us. Um, uh, there's a ton of Americans, and I know I say this every time, but I, I just want to make sure that he, he knows millions of Americans are behind him, think about him all the day. And quite frankly, as I, as I, uh, uh, I think I told you the other day, traveling the country and having to fill up my gas tank, I think your father needs to run spots on those little the gas tank uh, or gas uh, uh, gas station uh, TVs because I can't uh, yeah. believe how much we're paying for gas. It's, it's obscene. No, Glenn, it's Thank insane. you so much, Doug. I, I see it every day. I'm the it son is. of a billionaire, and I, when I fill up my tank or when I go to the supermarket to grab some groceries and I see the difference, it's like if I'm noticing it, guess what? Everyone in America is noticing it, and they have to, and That's we right. can't just accept it. The policies that Joe Biden is pushing are creating this. Trump's policies are what allowed us to thrive. You know, you may not like the tweeting. It may be a little mean. I would venture to guess that most of it was pretty much spot on, even if it was mean. Sometimes you need a disciplinarian parent, right? That's what happens. Uh, But we can bring that back. It's very simple. We just can't sit there and be inactive. Thank you very much, Donald Trump Jr., uh, the author of the book Liberal Privilege, and you can follow him at donjr.com and uh, also at Donald J. Trump Jr. All right. When we come back, I want to go over uh, a little bit of what we addressed in the TV show last night. This is vital, vital that you understand exactly what is coming. And if I would have said this myself... I, of course, would have been called a conspiracy theorist. So I am not going to tell you the things myself. I'm going to let the craziest things be said by them. I'll give you the, I'll give you the audio next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You've worked hard for what you have, where you are today. You're still working hard. You definitely understand the value of a dollar. And if you're like me, you don't want to spend more on something than you absolutely need to, especially when you're giving money to the bank. So listen, if you can lower your interest rate on your mortgage or any debt, credit card, anything that you have, you need to do it now. I can't stress uh, more urgently than I am right now. Please, please, if you're looking for a loan, call American Financing and get it done now. It's going to be harder to get a loan in the coming months. Uh, it is for several reasons. And when, they, when the interest rates start going up, and believe me, they will on credit cards, you're going to, it'll bleed you dry. 
please call American Financing today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. All right, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you have tuned in today. Last night, I did a, uh, a special on what I call the meat mafia, what is really going on. And you see it with the price of meat at your supermarket, and they say it's because of the pandemic. I am telling you, it is not. It is all about the Great Reset, and I'm going to make a case here for you. But to get the full case, watch last night's show on the Blaze TV uh, just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. I think it's up on YouTube. I'm not sure. Uh, but please, if you care about anything that I'm going to say, you've got to spread this word. You've got to take this video and share it with as many people as you possibly can. Um, I'm not even going to get into the home prices because th- this is connected, and I connected it last night to what's happening to our farms, our farmland, and our ranches uh, right now, the the every expert will tell you we are in a house price bubble. The housing bubble is way bigger, way bigger than it was um, in 2008. So if we know this and we know that these are all time high prices, why would the very, very wealthy investors go in and buy at the top of the market? which is happening with one of the largest, in fact, the largest money manager in the world, BlackRock, who has a suspiciously high amount of its employees now all throughout the Biden administration. These are the guys who are leading the way with the Paris Climate Accords and the ESG banking stuff and all of this. They are leading the way. Well, they just they're buying up whole neighborhoods and paying up to 50% more than the asking price. Why are they doing that? That doesn't sound like a smart investment. You buy low, not high. Well, I explain, I think, why they are doing this in last night's broadcast. But I just want to focus here on one thing, and that is what's happening to the price of meat and what's really going on. And you won't get this anywhere else. And I'm telling you, it's right Let's start at the beginning. Michelle Obama on the campaign trail, 2008. She says this. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. Then Barack Obama, this is what's happening right now. Barack Obama says at at the end of his campaign in 08, he says, we're going to fundamentally transform. Within five days, fundamental transformation. Well, it we thought it was uh, happening, and we worried that it might continue after him. However, what we didn't realize is that Joe Biden is nothing more than a shadow puppet of Barack Obama. Here he is two weeks ago saying this himself. What we're seeing now as Joe Biden and the administration are essentially finishing the job. And I think it'll be an interesting test 
Okay, so listen to what he's saying. There's 90%. He said 90% of the people in his administration were in my administration. And so he is finishing the job. That's really important to understand, especially when it comes to meat. Now, listen to this. There are only four real companies that process our beef. There are all the small guys have been purchased and, and shoved out of business. Uh, and the four left, I call them the meat mafia. And they say the price of beef is rising due to the pandemic. Well, is that true? If so, you would see the divergence in prices. It should have begun last year. Let me show you a chart here um, that that shows that, oh, wait, it didn't happen. It didn't happen in the last year. This is over a 10-year period. It didn't begin in 2020. This has been going on since the end of 2014 and the beginning of 2015. Now, here's why this is important. You see the price of beef going through the roof and the price of cattle going down. This has never happened before in history. Why is it happening now? And why did it start around 2015? Well, they have all kinds of excuses, but let me tell you the truth. In 2015, 2014, this is when Obama was in overdrive, calling climate change a weapon of mass destruction. John Kerry was all over the globe. He It all culminated with him and the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. Now, you might think that that's about global warming, but it's not. This is why they went crazy. That thing does nothing, we thought. But as I showed you in March, the Paris Agreement included a lot of things all of us completely missed. That is so critical to understanding what's happening in America. Article 2.1C of the Paris Climate Accord says this. The Paris Agreement mandates country parties to make financial flows consistent with a pathway towards low greenhouse gas emissions and climate resilient development. This was all about the banking system. This pushed both the World Bank and the UN to create a framework for banks and financial institutions to begin to pressure corporations to go woke and to pursue green alternatives. Now, is it a coincidence that all of this was going on while a historic divergence in cattle and beef prices began never happened in history before and now it is okay how can i make this charge well all you have to do is go to the websites of the of the big four meat processors Tyson has added an environment, social, and governance, or ESG, section to their financials. Cargill has done the same thing. Likewise, JBS and National Beef, those are the four country, uh, companies, and they're all talking about environmental responsibility. When you hear real environmentalists talk, what do they say the number one leading cause of global warming is? And if you don't address this, nothing else matters. Cow farts. They're saying the methane produced by cattle. You and I both know this. 
The farming industry, they say, is responsible for global warming. If we can't get the cattle farmers under control, then we don't make a dent. Okay. I want you to understand, the none of this actually has anything to do with the environment. It has everything to do with money and control. But they're using global warming as the way, the vehicle, to get control and money. So these four companies all of a sudden become very ESG-centered, environmentally centered. Well, how do you do that and, and process beef? Well, as it turns out, uh, three, well, let me start here. Two out of the four companies, the Meat Mafia, one is owned by Brazil. The other is a wholly owned subsidiary of China. All four of these uh, are, are processing about 90% of our, our meat. Three of the big four have gone all in on lab-cultured fake meat. Lab-growing uh, meat is pulling in millions of dollars of investment now. About one year after cattle prices began going down and beef prices started going up, Tyson Foods announced a massive campaign, $150 million, to fund meatless food alternatives. Tyson did this, as in one of the big four meat processors. But this is something now they're all doing. Cargill announced last year they were stepping up their investment in fake meat. They poured money into labs like Memphis Meats, uh, Elf Farms, also $75 million to Purus. JBS, the world's largest meat supplier, has also announced their intention of expanding their role in lab-cultured meat. JBS CB, uh, CEO told Bloomberg, and I quote, this is the CEO of the meat processing plant. Quote, meat from animals will be a pricey luxury in the future, and people will have to turn to vegetable-derived alternatives, which will be cheaper. Why will it be cheaper? It's not the price of the cattle. The price of beef is going up because of JBS and the four big meat processors. They're clearly on board with fake meat. By the way, they're one of many woke corporations that are pledging to go net zero by 2040. How can you go net zero if you are, are part of the processing of the animal that is the biggest problem with global, global warming? Answer, you can't. Well, they just invested, JBS did, a billion dollars into the green agenda. One billion dollars. Now, something tells me that ranchers aren't going to see a dime of that money. These companies know exactly what they're doing. They're lining up now for the mother of all paychecks. While the government pushes incentives for companies to fall in line with the Great Reset, the corporations are gearing up now to corner the market. Why else would Bill Gates be buying up all the farmland when he says things like this? I do think all rich countries, that would be us, should move to 100%, 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference, and the claim is they're going to make it even taste better over time. Eventually, that green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift the demand. Hmm. 
So wait a minute, what does that mean? Well, let me play a bioethicist who likes to eat meat. Let me give you, um, in a conversation among uh, bioethicists who are trying to figure out what do we do about meat, I want you to listen to what he said. Listen carefully. So I'll give two examples. So one is that uh, people eat too much meat, right? And if they were to cut down on their consumption on meat, then they would, uh, it would actually really help the planet. Uh, but people are not willing to give up meat. Yeah, you know, some people will be willing to, but other people, they may be willing to, but they sort of, they have a weakness of will. They say, wow, this, this steak is just too juicy. I can't do it. I, I'm one of those, by the way. So, you know, but so here's the thought, right? So it turns out that we know a lot about, so there, we have these intolerance to, uh, so I, for example, I have milk intolerance. Um, uh, and there's, some people are intolerant to crayfish. So possibly we can use hu human engineering to make it the case that we're intolerant to certain kinds of meat, to certain kinds of bovine, uh, bovine proteins. And there's actually analogs of this in life. There's this thing called the long star tick, where if it bites you, you'll become allergic to meat. Uh, I can sort of describe the mechanism. So that's something that we can do through human engineering. We can kind of uh, ad possibly address really big world problems through human engineering. Human engineering now to stop us from eating beef. By the way, one last thing you should know about the Biden BLM nominee. That's not Black Lives Matter. That is the Bureau of Land Management. This is where most of our beef grazes you want grass-fed beef that's it's fed on government land blm land um it's been that way forever ranchers cannot survive without blm land so what why am i bringing this up because the new nominee that biden has picked to run the blm uh believes that we should have one or two children only uh because it, it's it's killing the earth so she's anti-children, one to two children only. But here's the more important thing. She says uh, real food, meaning beef, kills our public land. She said public lands all over the West should look as healthy as the land uh, shown in this picture on the right. But more often, our public lands look like the land on the left because cows have pummeled it. So the woman who is going to be in charge of the grazing of our cattle and the future of farming and the future of, of ranchers is against cattle grazing on the land she's going to be in charge of. They are putting meat off the table. I'm telling you now, if you don't get involved locally, if you don't call your governor, if you don't call your state rep, if you don't start going to a farmer's market, if you don't support local processing, you're never going to have meat again. And I guarantee you that it will become a very pricey commodity. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to usabeef.org. They will put you directly in contact with local beef producers. You deal directly with local ranchers, local businesses, local banks, local farmers. That's the way to attack this right now. Also, alert your governor and your uh, state representatives. It Go to first thing, usabeef.org. Do it now. 
All right. First, uh, let me tell you about Rec, uh, Rec Tech. If you are looking to grill some of that great beef, I know how expensive it is. Uh, you need to you need to have a great grill or a great smoker. And the one that covers this is Rectech. The best. The best. Um, whatever you're cooking, whatever you're grilling, whatever you're smoking or even baking, you'll never find a better uh, a better device than Rectech. I want you to go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, and look at their their uh, their grills and their smokers. AB, compare them. Rectech.com. Rectech with a Q dot com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. I stand with the Constitution. I stand with the Bill of Rights. I stand with our farmers. I stand with our ranchers. I stand with the law-abiding citizens that own guns. That is not an extremist. That's an American. More in a second.